You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects and that is nature. How to connect to nature. Aligning yourself with nature is one of the most therapeutic ways to get and stay healthy. So I'm going to talk about what it really means to connect to nature. Because you might be thinking, oh, so it's just like going for a walk every day or looking out your window and seeing pretty scenery. <laughs> but it's a little more than that. It's It requires much more than just fleeting moments that are um, surface level, you know, superficial. It's one of those things where if you build your lifestyle around it, only then will you reap the rewards. Because as I always like to say, you are what you repeatedly do, not what you occasionally do. So alignment with nature creates a connection with nature. Aligning with nature means to live in sync with nature's rhythms, uh, incorporating natural things into your life, like natural food and natural products and fostering a mindset that's in accordance with nature, like caring for the environment, learning to go with the flow of how nature works, basically. So having a connection to nature is, um, it, it's the end result of what happens after you align with it. So first step is aligning with it, and then the second step is the then the connection happens. It's like, it's kind of all-encompassing. So, um, it just kind of reaches into all parts of your life. It changes you as a person, like physically, mentally, and spiritually. So having a connection to nature is when you're consciously aware of this connection and the benefit that it brings. Um, so there's one thing to be out in nature, but, you know, let's say you're watching a, a sports game or something. You're not really there for the nature. You, you, you might as well be indoors for all, you know, for all what sort I'm trying to say here intents and purposes <laughs> really what you need is the connection to nature itself you need to be aware so being consciously aware that you are in nature and enjoying that you know the things that you're seeing you're not just out there to because you're doing something else out there another way that you can tell if you are close to nature and that you're not just in nature is if it it follows you into all parts of your life so it can make you yearn for it when you can't have it. Like, if you are really connected to nature and you're forced to be inside a lot, then you're going to notice that your thoughts start drifting towards, you know, I wish I was in the middle of the woods right now. I wish I was on a beach right now. And so when those thoughts start coming into your head, that's when you know that, you know, nature's calling to you. And so another thing I want to talk about is this might seem like an unrelated subject, but it's turning off technology. So this is something that we need to do before we can enjoy nature. You might have heard that phrase that says you can't get any Wi-Fi in the woods, but you will get a better connection. That is so true. This actually happened to me on a camping trip once where I didn't have any internet because I was at a low elevation. I was right next to a river. I was not really in a town, it was more of a, in the middle of nowhere, so I had no internet, and I wasn't complaining because I wasn't there to be on my phone anyway, so 
it was just, I made a, such a strong connection to that land and that will be there for life. Every time I, you know, think about that land, I just think of the sunset that I saw there. I think of how the sand felt on my toes when I stood in the water, you know, I, I just remember, I even remember the way the trees looked. So that's a connection that you could, you just can't get that connection when you're on your phone or any technology for that matter. But unfortunately, most people, they never have this happen to them where they, they're in a position where they're forced to stay off their phones. So hopefully, if you're listening to this episode, you're one of those people that understands the importance of a good nature connection. And you're not going to bring your phone camping. Well, it's good to have a phone on you, so if you need to call for help, you can. But sometimes, you know, you won't get a signal, but, you know... Another thing I wanted to talk about, and actually this is going to ta- take up most of this episode, is nature's rhythms. So, the best place to start with aligning yourself to nature, once you turn off your technology, <laughs> is to get in touch with the rhythm of nature. The most obvious rhythm of nature is the day and night cycle. This is how nature takes a, a big deep breath, a big long 24 hour long breath. It allows for rest and rejuvenation, followed by a period of activity. Because everything in nature must rest daily as well as yearly. So this is basically the circadian rhythm. The only two things that you need to worry about when you're trying to align your to the circadian rhythm is sunlight and activity. Of course, sunlight's the most common one that everybody knows about because this is how humans have built our lives around the sun. So waking up with the sun, or as close as you can get afterwards, is ideal. Um, seeing the sunlight with your bare eyes, not through sunglasses or windows, this is what helps your body switch to daytime mode. Notice I said sunlight and not the sun itself. You, you do not want to stare at the sun, you just want to be out in the sunlight. There is such a thing as sun gazing, though, and that's when you look at the sun just above the horizon, and that's safe in small amounts. But here I'm just talking about being outside in the sunlight. So don't be looking at it, just be outside in it. And I think that's common sense. So 20 minutes a day minimum is enough to set your day off in the right direction. And then you'll get enough vitamin D. Your melatonin levels will start decreasing and your cortisol levels will start rising. And that is what gives you energy for the day. Another benefit is the more sunlight you get during the day, the better sleep you will get at night. So I always like to tell people, if you have trouble sleeping, just get some more sunlight in your day. The earlier, the better. Of course, there are millions of us who are natural night owls, so it's not always possible to get up with the sun. And in those cases, you can get sun as soon as you get up, whether it's 8 a.m. or noon. But if you really want to help with this issue, you can buy uh, one of those lamps, those seasonal affective disorder lamps, they call them sometimes, um, because seasonal affective disorder is a real thing and that happens in the winter when the sun is not shining as much. So I highly recommend getting a sun lamp. Um, I use one in the winter, especially if you spend a lot of time indoors. So I will leave a link down below in the show notes for that lamp because it just changed my life. It's It was so powerful as far as getting my body to sleep better at night and it's such it's something that so many people struggle with and if they only knew that the simple solution was right there so the other factor in aligning with the daily rhythm of nature is to get enough activity during the day and eating 
you, you should, you know, your body burns the most calories between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So try to eat your biggest meal during that time. Try to do most of your activity during that time. Your activity should slowly build in the morning and become like more intense in the middle of the day and then wind down at night. And then keep your activity to a minimum after sunset when you want to start your, your nighttime routine to get ready for sleep. So now I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about the seasons. So we've talked about how to align with the daily cycles. Now we're going to talk about the yearly cycles. A year is similar to a day. It's got rest periods and active periods. The only difference is that the weather is changing drastically. Um, the weather and the seasons have a massive impact on our health, but most people don't really make that connection. They just you know, they just deal with it as it happens and they don't really try to live in alignment with it. So I'm going to talk about some ways that you can actually live in alignment with the seasons. So right now it's autumn in the northern hemisphere. Um, and this is a great time to start connecting with nature because in spring as well, both of these two times are, there are harshest seasons because they're the transitionary ones. They're the ones where your body is actually changing. Your body is adapting to these changes in the temperature. So these are good times to become more conscious of how you are living in alignment with the seasons. And there's a lot of fun ways that we can do this. Um, there's a health, this is a health routine actually. It's um, eating foods that are in season. And um, this has been largely ignored by people because now there's grocery stores that have everything all year round. And that's not the way that our bodies were meant to be. We were meant to rotate our diets. We were meant to eat in season. And so it's, you know, very important to learn how to do that. And the way that I learned how to do that was from an Ayurvedic doctor named Dr. John Duyard. And he has a free guide on how to do this on his website. It's called the Free Seasonal Eating Plan Guide. And I will leave a link down below in the show notes for that as well, because that was just crucial for helping me learn how to eat according to the seasons. And he also has a book that's really great for beginners to learn why seasonal eating is important. And he gives a lot of guidance towards eating seasonally. The book is called the, the, the Three Season Diet. The reason why it's called Three Season and not Four is because it kind of goes by harvests. There's actually three harvests. There's the spring harvest, like, you know, the, the berries that are coming up and um, the dandelion greens, which are good to eat. And then the summer harvest and then the winter harvest. Well, autumn harvest, I should say. So he, he breaks it all down. He explains it better than I can. So I'll leave a link down below to that book if you want to check that out, The Three Season Diet. So another thing that you can do to um, align yourself with nature is to watch the sunrise and the sunset every day and do this throughout the year because then you will really notice the time differences and you'll really start paying attention to um, the daylight, like how it either dwindles or it grows depending on what time of year it is. And then um, you can also keep a nature journal to help you keep track of this. Um, so yeah, that's a really great thing that you can do. And also, it's a great idea to do spring and autumn cleaning. You might want to change your bedding, switch out the clothes in your closets, maybe rearrange your furniture, 
Um, do anything that usually only gets done once or twice a year. It's good to do those during spring and autumn. I like to do those things during that time because it kind of helps me symbolically move out of the last season and into the next one. So um, I want to talk now about the reason for the seasons. This, that's what that reminded me of is because each season actually has a fundamental purpose uh, to our health. And we're doing ourselves a huge disservice by ignoring this. Many people just look at the seasons as weather, pa weather patterns that they have to react to. And it's so much more than that. We can learn so much from Mother Nature um, to, in ways that we can use the seasons to heal our body, our mind, and our soul. And this is something I talk about a lot, but using self-care practices throughout the year are different depending on what month it is. So I've actually got a, a planner. It's called the Body, Mind, and Soul Self-Care Planner. And this one has a lot of tips for the whole year, like how to do self-care in each of the seasons. So I'll leave a link to that down below in the show notes if you want to check that out. That's a really great way if you want to have a lot of um, suggestions, like, you know, you don't know what to do. That'll give you a lot of ideas and help you arrange your day and your um, month and your weeks and your years <laughs> aligned to nature. So check that out if you're interested in and really aligning your, your, your whole life to this amazing nature. <laughs> so now I'm going to talk about the reasons for all these seasons. So winter, this is often considered the first season. It's the start of the calendar year, as well as the start of nature's cycles. This is a time of rest and darkness, where vegetation appears dead, but underneath the earth, everything is in preservation mode. It's silently preparing for rebirth. This is a time to eat rich, nourishing foods to sustain us during the cold months. This is also a time for introspection because, um, you know, you're not going out as much. You're, it's darker sooner. Winter is a great time to begin a journaling routine. And I talk about journaling all the time. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's one of the most therapeutic things you can do for your body, mind, and your soul. So if it is winter where you are when you're listening to this, Maybe think about starting a journal because it's the perfect time to go in, go within. And you can also realign your circadian rhythm at the same time because, the you know, you're going to bed earlier, which is, it's so much easier to do that in the winter when the sun goes down. You know, it's four or five o'clock and it's dark already, which means you're probably going to be tired around nine or ten. So it's, it's, it's a whole different environment than summer and it's so much easier to get more sleep, take care of yourself, do more self-care practices, and journal. And sleeping a lot. <laughs> sleeping in the winter is normal. Sleeping a lot is normal in the winter. And it's it's healthy for you because, you know, this is what bears do. This is what a lot of animals do. They eat a lot of food that they stored up and they sleep. So this is one of the ways that we can learn from nature. As long as you don't go overboard, don't be sleeping 11 or 12 hours a day. <laughs> Unless you're sick, you know, you shouldn't need that much. So the next thing I'm going to go into now is spring. After, after winter or spring, of course, this is when life is born again. There's little green buds on the trees and then dandelions start popping up. This is a time to get rid of the old and welcome the new. This is why spring cleaning is usually done in the spring. This is a good time to detox your body as well. Um, this is the time of the year when most people 
who practice Ayurveda will do a, a yearly detox. This is a great idea to get rid of anything that doesn't serve you and open up to receiving things that are good for you. So detoxing your body is a great, you know, thing to do at the same time. You're just starting fresh in all ways. And then after spring comes summer. The summer is uh, a time to be active. Enjoy the sun as much as possible. Eat light foods. Like I mentioned, Dr. John Duyard's free guide, it goes more in depth about this, but generally you want to eat more foods that are naturally abundant in the spring and summer. It makes sense, right? They're there, you know, they're there for a purpose, like fruit and berries, a lot of leafy greens and salads. Um, you might not need as much sleep in the summer, especially if you're healthy. Um, summer is the time of year when we just naturally have the most energy. So losing weight comes easier at this time. A lot of people try to lose weight in the middle of winter <laughs> during New Year's. Like, don't ever make a New Year's resolution to lose weight unless you're sure that you can follow through with it. But nature is not on your side. You want to start things when nature can give you that boost. When you, This is what it means by going with the flow. So if your goal is to lose weight, the easiest, best time to do that is in the spring. And then in autumn, this is, you know, like I said, it's another great time to detox your body, clean your house. It's a good transitionary time to prepare for rest. This is one of the things I love about autumn. Getting ready for winter is can be fun. It doesn't have to be depressing. Because in nature, everything needs a time to wind down and a time to get ready for bed. And humans are no different. So in autumn, it's fun to spend time outdoors, bundled up watching the leaves change color and fall to the ground. It's a good time to maybe take a major vacation if you can and, you know, get in one last trip for the year because that will make relaxing for the next few months seem much more enjoyable. You'll be ready. You'll be ready to hibernate. <laughs> and of course, seasons never start on the exact day as the calendar implies. So making these changes gradually, they'll help ease you into the next season. So I really hope that you got some benefit out of this episode and you got a little inspiration to learn more ways that you can connect to nature. And um, so I'd like to thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on social media or consider donating. And if you want to keep up with everything that I'm doing, you can find all the links that I have at holisticlifestyleguide.com. Thank you again, and I will see you next time.